The Online Marketing Show. Every day with Joseph Bushnell. Helping you to grow your online business by driving more traffic, improving conversion rates, increasing customer value, and getting things done fast. Listen, take action, make money. Hello, welcome to the Online Marketing Show. This is Joey Bushnell. Today's special guest is Google Hangouts expert, Carol Dodsley. Carol, thank you for joining me today. Thanks for inviting me. Carol, how did you become an expert at Google Plus and Google Hangouts? Oh, that's a good question. Basically, um, I actually was one of those people that many people probably listening are the same. I saw Google Plus arrive three years ago. Um, went over, had a look around, thought, oh, there's not much going on here. It's another social network. I really can't be bothered. And I disappeared again. Mm-hmm. And I was interviewing experts, very much like I'm sitting here being interviewed by you. And I was using Skype and Skype video. And I was having so many problems with it and pixelating and all sorts of things going wrong. Mm-hmm. And then two years ago, Google Plus launched Google Hangouts on Air. And when I saw that and the ability that I could actually be interviewing someone on video live, not just privately, I got very excited and went back to Google Plus, hopped onto the Hangouts, thought, yes, this is me. This is what I need to be doing and could really see how it could really help businesses as well. And once you're into Hangouts, you start to realize the power of Google Plus because the two do actually go together. And I basically went from being a visitor to moving in. And that was it. I was hooked. You said there that you could see the potential that it had for business. What is that potential? Why would you recommend using Google Hangouts for business? Well, the thing is, a lot of people, they see Google Plus on Hangouts as just some fad, something new. Um, They're on other social platforms. But what they forget is actually Google Plus and Google Hangouts are owned by Google and are integrated into YouTube, the two biggest search engines in the world. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to have customers on either of those platforms. You don't have to have customers that are where you are using Google Plus, but where people go when they are actively looking to buy a product or service or actively looking to really research it, get to know more about somebody or something is Google. They Google it. You know, my kids go, mom, Google it. By using Hangouts, you potentially are going to show up on page one of Google. I did a Hangout in February 2013, one of my very first, not one that I'm particularly proud of, but it's great and it's up there. If you do a search on Google for Hangout training, I'm on page one of Google completely organically. Wow. So really a a lot of potential there. Um, How do we get people to come to our Hangout, Carol? How do we invite people get traffic, and also make people want to come and attend our Hangout? Well, what I would say there, because with Hangouts, if you're doing a live broadcast, so you want publicly to come, as if you were doing a webinar, let's say, you would um, normally use your mailing list. But a lot of people don't have mailing lists. What I say to people is, where is your audience? Where are they hanging out already? Where can you get under their nose and they will see you? And if that happens to be in Facebook then stream your Hangout in Facebook and publish it on Facebook and promote it on Facebook. If they're on Twitter, promote it through Twitter. You know, go out to where they are because you're leading them back 
to wherever you choose to stream your Hangout. The great thing with Hangouts is it's not just a page. Like with um, webinar software, you have a specific URL and a page where people go. With Hangouts, you can choose. You can create a page where you can use it to build your mailing list. So you send people to that page and they sign up and then you give them the link to where they can watch your Hangout. Or you can just stream on YouTube. You can use Google events pages, which actually means that you are then creating a new community within Google. You can stream them live on Facebook and you can stream them live on your own web page. So you're actually opening up all of the avenues to be able to promote it across multiple places. Okay, so let's talk about some of the tools that you mentioned there. The first one um, that you mentioned was that you could send people to a page and you can build your list at the same time uh, as inviting people to come to your Hangout. Um, I've seen some of these tools and and plugins out there on the market uh, that do this. Uh, I'm just wondering if you had any recommendations in particular. I actually have four of the plugins. I've I've had to curtail myself from buying them because... (laughs) Um, as a Hangouts expert and a Hangouts trainer, I need to have a look at these so that when people say, are they any good, I can tell them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and four of them that I have, I think they are all good. They're all slightly different. I have Hangout plugin. I have Webinar Ignition. I have Easy Webinar Player. And I have Webinar Jam. And they're all very similar, but each one has something very slightly different. And it really depends. I think it's down to the business. What are you looking for? And also, what look and feel are you looking for? I do a lot of my Hangouts on my web page with none of the plugins because I want it completely branded and looking different. So it's a real choice. But those are the four that you need to go and look at if you're going to actually, if you want to use a front-end driver for your Hangouts. Okay, and can the Hangout be streamed on a custom page there, or or is that not what these tools do? Yeah, that's exactly what those tools do. Basically, one thing I would say, if you're reading the sales pages for those tools, when they tell you that you can have unlimited viewers, when they tell you you can do this, that, and the other – A lot of what they're telling you is actually what Google Hangouts can do, not what their software does. (laughs) Their software does is package the Google Hangouts. So their software gives you the opt-in form at the front. It gives you a page that looks like a webinar. It gives you an automated thank you page. It allows you to integrate it with your email list so you can send out the reminder emails and everything. And each of the plugins has some bits that you can do extra, like you can add a, um, a payment button that comes up at a certain stage in the, during your live Hangout. But the rest of it is, it is completely driven by Hangouts on Air. So you're, you're streaming your Hangout on Air through the pages that they give you. So Hangouts on Air, how is that different? Is it just the amount of people that can be participating? A hangout, it gets very complicated with the way they talk about it because they've called everything hangouts. Mm-hmm. You have private hangout text chats, which is like a bit like using Skype and chatting to people. Mm-hmm. The great thing with those, though, is that they synchronize across all your devices. So if you start on your computer and then you have to go outside, you can take the hangout with you and you can save it and archive it. You don't lose it or anything. And you can access it through your Gmail as well. You can have up to 100 people in one of those text chats. You also have private Hangout video calls, which are run through the same little bit of software and the same sort of windows as your text chats. 
In those, you can have yourself and up to nine other people live on video together, but they are not streamed to the world and they are not recorded, so they're private. Then you have Hangouts on Air. And Hangouts on Air are basically, again, you can have up to nine people and yourself, so up to ten people inside the Hangout actually live on audio and video. And you can have an unlimited amount of people watching from outside because it's just like watching a video, except you happen to be live. So if we want to keep it cozy, let's say that we have a private mastermind or a private coaching, something like that that we might be doing. We could just do a private hangout. But if we really want to open it up and get a lot of people coming, you know, webinar style, we want to have hangouts on air. Yes and no. (laughs) Yes, that works well. Mm -hmm. But. If, especially if you're doing like a private mastermind or coaching group, potentially you want to record that. And if you use the private Hangout video course, you're going to have to use third-party software. But what you can do is you can actually do a private Hangout on air, which means that YouTube will record it for you. It's not streamed to the public. It's all private, which means that you are on air. So if you had, say you had 12 people, and you're thinking, ah, I want to do this and I want them all in there and be able to talk. But there's 12. We've got too, too many. Some of them can be watching from the outside and you can swap people in and out of the video call as they have questions. And it will record automatically as a private YouTube video for you. Awesome. One other thing that you mentioned as well, which I wanted to ask you about, was you said that you could stream on Facebook or on your website. Do we need tools for those? On Facebook, you need to do it on a Facebook page app. There is one called 22 Social that a lot of people are using, but you can just use a normal HTML iframe app. Um, Now that Facebook have made it that videos play live, I think you can also embed it into your stream, but that wouldn't really give a great sort of, well, where do we go? It would just be people having to bumble across it. So it's better to do it on a page and use a, a page app for that. If you're streaming it on your own website, either the plugins that we were talking about earlier or you just embed it on your own personally designed page because it's a YouTube video that you're streaming through. There's an embed code, the same as there is with a normal recorded YouTube video, which means you can put it anywhere that you can put an embed code. So do you have any tips for running a successful Hangout? I'm talking about the presentation here, the actual call itself. Assuming that you've already got your audience there and people have showed up, how do we make sure that it goes well? First of all, make sure that you have a wired connection, if at all possible. One of the biggest things that happens is people drop out. They say that, oh, this is rubbish. It drops me out. And you find that they're working on a less than a one megabyte Wi-Fi connection. You need good resources. It's not the Hangouts that are bad. It's your resources. So really make sure you have good Internet connection. You know, it's technology. You need to ride with it. The Once you've got that... Obviously, before you start, check your equipment, check your webcam is working right, check that your speakers and your microphone are working okay, and plan it well. As in, I'm not much of a planner. I tend to go with the flow. But when I say plan it, is know what you want to share. Don't go for a sit. Don't try and make a hangout, a webinar that is a presentation with an audio. Hangouts are opening it up to more than that, and people are connecting with you as a person. So even if you want to have a slide share presentation, 
make sure you come on at the beginning and say hello to people. Let them see you, you know, and, and make sure you feel comfortable. Don't dress to impress. Dress so that you're comfortable and your audience feels comfortable. Check your lighting. That is very important. Sometimes with a hangout, you can get a time lag between the audio people here and your lips moving. And a big tip for this, and very few people know about this, and they don't believe it when I say it, but it does work, is make sure you have a lot of light from in front of you. Okay. That if you if you find your mouth doesn't look as though it's moving in time, put the more light in front of you, facing towards you, and that syncs up audio and video. Really good tip. But lighting is important because people want to see you properly. And, and check that you don't have stuff in the background. You know, I've seen people on a hangout with, you can see the cat litter tray in the background or pictures of their children that actually you think, well, really, do you want the world to be looking at your children or your certificates on the wall? You know, think about what they can see. Mm-hmm. And other than that, be human. It, it, What's great about the Hangouts is they are really allowing people to see the faces behind the presentation. And they are going to either love you or not. But if they can't see you, they can only listen to your voice. When they can see you, it's like you are talking to them. Look into your camera and smile a lot. Um, if you feel like smiling, if it's a really serious conversation maybe you don't want to smile but where it's relevant do but just you know talk through the camera not at a screen if you're doing a slideshow part of the presentation is it possible for a little window to still show your face while you're doing that or does the screen go entirely into slideshow mode that depends how you set it up okay um if you wanted to have you they have what they call the film strip at the bottom if you've got 10 people in the room and you set it up to show the film strip those 10 will all show up in a little mini screen at the bottom of the main video screen if there's only one person in the room or two people it only shows the main speaker but if you really want yourself on the film strip then log in with your mobile phone and log in with a laptop or something else so that you've got three in that room. That means that you could then display your presentation on your laptop, yourself in the little video thumbnail at the bottom, and the third one, you just put a logo in there. Brilliant. Very uh, clever little loophole to get around that. Carol, are, are there any technical things that we should know about common technical problems that people encounter and would potentially ruin a hangout what are the common things that happen there the most common is the one i talked about before about people trying to be on a hangout with very low bandwidth and low resources and internet connectivity mm-hmm. one of the other causes of that is people leave skype open and they leave things running on their computer in the background shut everything down you don't need and the other technical problems that you get a lot is where somebody is talking, if you have multiple people talking, Mm -hmm. and you're creating an echo loop. And what that means is somebody is talking into the microphone, somebody else on the live video side is having the noise come out of their speakers, but it's feeding straight back into their microphone because they're they're set too close on. It happens more on laptops than desktops. Mm -hmm. And it's really important, use earbuds or headphones to stop that happening because when that happens it just creates this horrendous noise and everybody's hearing everybody talk twice because you're getting an echo loop and the other technical bit is think about your background noises 
even something like your heating boiler, if it is running in another room in the background that you can just hear this faint buzz, but you ignore it. If you have a, um, it's not cardioid, a cardioid mic picks up straight in front of your face. It's omnidirectional mic, which is one that will pick up noise from around the room. Small noises like that will come through like a blazing helicopter or an aeroplane flying overhead. <laughs> so it's that noise thing because the, the biggest thing is you want your audio to be great. So those, and those are the biggest technical things that I see people struggle with. The, the other one is inviting people into the hangouts. Get lost with that. But when you're inside your hangout room as the host, and if you've got guests coming in, there is a URL in there that you can send that out by email. Don't, don't get lost with them thinking, I don't know where to find my invite. Grab that URL and send that out by email to people or by Facebook messaging or by Skype and say, here's the link. Come and join me. Do you ever find that is a point of friction, Carol? Even if you've made it quite simple for them, it's still an alien thing to them that they're not quite comfortable with perhaps Google Plus or Google Hangouts just yet. Do you find that stops people from showing up or will they go through the effort to get there? I think it depends who it is. And I mean, I always say to people, look, don't go live on air with a load of guests unless you've tested it out. You know, you have to make sure that your guests are comfortable, that they do feel okay with the technology. And if not, you know, a week or so before or just a couple of days before, do a test and get everybody on the Hangout that's going to be there on the live call. Mm -hmm. One of the things that can stump people is if they have never used a Google Hangout, when they go to join you the very first time, they're going to have to download what's called the voice and video app. And they're thinking, oh, my God, I've got to install this software. Well, make sure they've installed it before the live call. You know, it's it's the same with any business thing, really. You you should prepare and plan and make sure that everybody knows what they're doing in advance. And if they're not comfortable, then maybe they're not the right guests. On the subject of guests, Carol, how do we maintain control of being able to mute people in and out of the conversation and that kind of thing? Is that something that we have control over or is that up to the guests to control themselves? No, the whoever is hosting, mm-hmm. they have control. They can't unmute somebody. There are some apps that you can use that you can do that with now, but mainly the host can mute and switch them off camera, but they have to unmute and put themselves back on camera. I tend to educate all of my guests and say, look, if we're in a big multi-guest panel hangout, please mute yourself before you come in and stay muted unless you're actually talking. And, And I just teach them to do that because if they're not muted, some of their background noise comes in and that can be very disruptive as well. So educate them, set expectations and you should be fine. Yeah, absolutely. Let's talk about Google Plus in general. Google Hangouts are in one little corner within a bigger thing, which is Google Plus. Are there any other really cool features that are good for marketing within Google Plus? I know that we've pointed out Hangouts, but is there anything else that we should be aware of when it comes to G Plus? Absolutely. The whole of Google Plus. When you are setting up your profile on Google+, something that a lot of people are not aware of is anything that you post publicly on Google+, is indexed for search. So think keywords, not spammy, but think keywords, think relevancy. Google Plus lets you use hashtags that show up in the main organic search as well as on the Google Plus platform. You can link your website to your Google Plus profile, gives you more SEO options. And the 
one to me one of the big things because most people talk about SEO and visibility but one of the big things is you have basically got one login one password to access calendar gmail adwords google drive google hangout the whole google sort of suite of business tools mm-hmm. are all accessible with one login one password and you can basically run your business through it yeah that is big so in terms of the future, do you see Google Plus going from strength to strength, especially in terms of numbers and audience? That would be one of my only drawbacks, Carol, is that I see, you know, especially my non-business, my non-marketing friends, a lot of them aren't really on Google Plus. They're over at Facebook instead. Whereas my marketing friends, my techie friends, my business friends, um, they do have Google Plus accounts, but the general people in my life, my family, my friends, they're not really there. So, do you think that this will change in the coming years and could it ever catch up Facebook in, in any way? Um, I actually don't really want it to okay. in that respect because I think they Google Plus is not competing with Facebook. People think they are. Mm-hmm. But Google Plus is a social layer across the top of all things Google. It isn't a social network the same as Facebook is like an island, a social network island where people feel comfortable and they're having a chat and connecting with friends. And I think that that is something that will stay and should stay. And the people that enjoy the way Google Plus works and that want, you know, for me, I want to get my kids on Hangouts mm-hmm. because it's the Hangout side that connects the families and friends more than the social bit. Uh, and so I think as more people get to want to be actually video calling and audio calling and chatting with each other, I think Hangouts are going to be the driving force of getting them on Google+. Plus. But I don't actually want to see Google+, Plus take over Facebook because I think it will also bring a lot of the rubbish that's on Facebook with it. And yeah. I don't want that on Google+. Plus. Google, Google <laughs> yeah, Plus very a, true. It's a much deeper platform, and I've noticed the conversations are much deeper and much wider than the conversations on Facebook. One final question, Carol. I've been waiting for Google Plus to potentially open up ads. I've been keeping my eye on on the situation. Uh, as you've been talking there, I've been thinking of it now as just a layer, a layer within Google. And some people don't like the ads on Facebook, but Facebook have to use ads to monetize. Um, otherwise, you know, Facebook won't exist. But Google have ways to monetize already. They've already got AdWords going. People are already paying them money. So do you think that Google Plus will continue to remain ad-free, that there will be a social network that doesn't need ads because Google is getting its revenue from elsewhere? Or do you think that at some point they will open it up to advertisers at some point anyway? They've already opened it up, but they don't need the ads on the Google Plus platform. Yeah. They have Google Plus post ads, mm-hmm. which means that you can take a post from your Google Plus profile turn it into an ad that will actually be streamed across the web. Mm-hmm. It's not streamed as an ad on the news streams inside Google+. Plus. It's taken outside of Google+. Plus. So basically, you could be running a Hangout or you could have a really interactive post that suddenly somebody is on a website and up pops your Hangout or up pops your post and they can interact with it live on the websites. Using the display network? Yeah. That's a really great tip. I never thought to do that. It's a really cool uh, piece of gold that you've given us there, Carolyn. The whole interview has been gold. So thank you very much for this. And if we have seen the potential here, if we're thinking, yep, I've definitely got to get going with Google Hangouts, where can we get more of this from you? 
the best thing to do is come over to Google Plus and look for Carol Dodsley mm-hmm. because you will find you can even go to Google and look for Carol Dodsley. You'll find me all over the place. Um, and connect with me. Connect with me there. Send me a message. Send me an email because I have various ways that I can help people and tend to the next level. And rather than say to you, well, you go to this website for this bit and this website for that bit, it's much better if people come to me, connect, say, hi, Carol, I want to know more. I want to do this. And then I can signpost you to exactly where to go to get that. Brilliant. That's the end of today's show. If you enjoyed it, please remember to subscribe and review on iTunes. And Carol, thank you so much for coming on the show today. You're very welcome. Thank you for asking me. The Online Marketing Show. Every day with Joseph Bushnell. Helping you to grow your online business by driving more traffic, improving conversion rates, increasing customer value, and getting things done fast. Listen, take action, make money.